Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, honor, and go do whatever you want that makes you happy. Party hard, suck up all the pleasures of this life because, dang it, it is stressful. Until God found me and flipped everything that I thought would make me happy upside down, transformed everything about my life, so much so that I said, you know what, I got to leave this executive career and get out there and share the love of God and the way that I have truly, through him, found glorious peace, supernatural love and joy that I had been seeking my whole life without chemical inducement, without alcohol and drugs, and without seeking all this stuff in my life, materialism, if you will. Here is my reality reflection for today. Decisions. Decisions, decisions, decisions. We're faced with hundreds, if not thousands of them every day. So this morning, my chain of decisions was interesting, and I want to share it with you. Last night, I spoke at a Legatus event. It's a executive Catholic group of people. They have chapters across the world. Uh, go look it up if you are an executive in the Catholic faith because it's a wonderful way to network, but also to live your faith both at work and at home. So I got home late, super tired, went to bed. My husband's out of town, so when morning came... I could have chosen to get up at 5, 5.30 and go through my regular morning routine, which would be lighting my blessed candle, taking some holy water and blessing myself, preparing myself for prayer, praying, meditating, reading the word of God, enjoying my cup of coffee, and then getting up and going to mass to receive Jesus, be totally prepared and excited to receive God in my life. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> I chose, I decided to sleep in. So 6.45 rolls around. The sky is like getting lighter. It's not exactly completely daylight. I drag myself out of bed, let the dog out, put some coffee on, and now I'm starting to feel vulnerability hangover from yesterday. I start feeling unsettled in my mind. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, I just put out there that I was addicted to pot. Like, what are people going to think of me? Oh my gosh. And then I had some coffee and then I started thinking, well, you know what? It's so cold out there. I don't really want to get ready. It's already late. Will I even be prepared for mass? I think I'll just watch mass on EWTN. So I actually turned it on because now it's about seven o'clock, turned it on and I hear the homily and things start going differently in my mind because I'm thinking, you know, I should go receive Jesus today because I'm a bit of a mess. <laughs> I mean, here I am thinking I'm being lazy in my mind. I can, there's no reason I shouldn't go to mass. And I also wonder, is that me talking or is it like Satan who wants me to sit in this world of doubt and fear right now because I'm sort of festering in the fact like, did I do the right thing with that post? And honestly, people have been giving me awesome feedback. Last night, I mentioned it at my Legatus talk and a, and a guy 
comes up afterwards. He's like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Thank you for being so open and honest because I think there are a lot of people, especially in the fast-paced corporate world who are self-medicating and who, who have problems with drugs and alcohol. And so that was just last night, but yet this morning I was I felt like I was being bombarded with these, you know, this feedback in my head, right? I don't know where it's coming from. Is it an attack? I don't know. Is it me and my own insecurities? I don't know. So I start going through this thought of, well, I can still drink my coffee with my keto cream in it because that's that's like my the way I start my morning. And I could still stop it in enough time to fast for the hour and still get to mass. So I started thinking, what is better for me? Not going to mass and not being with God and just staying in my house and maybe being with these negative thoughts and this kind of insecure thoughts that I have going on? Or do I shake it all off and go to God for this and say, God, help me because I did what you wanted me to do. I listened to what you said, because again, I was not going to put that out there until my book came out, which is probably in another month or two. And he said, no, I want you to not only glorify what I've done for you, but glorify my mother on Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is when she came to me to grant you this miracle of stopping this addiction. And I said, okay. So now I come out of mass And as I'm driving home, he puts in my head, call this person, a dear spiritual friend of mine. I start crying in the car. I I text her. She's crazy busy and just happens to have a moment before her call. So she had 35, 40, 40 some odd minutes before a, a conference call of hers started. So what did she do? She basically talked me off the ledge, right? And she was there for me saying, you're helping people. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel regret. And that led me to the next decision, which was, I'm going to go to this party tonight with my neighbors because I was starting to think, I don't want to go because they may judge me. And you know what? I would rather go and defend my position or answer any questions that anybody has rather than not go and have a bunch of people talking possibly behind my back. And then a priest instant messaged me on Facebook and said, looks like we have some of the same battles. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I said, yeah, pray for me because I'm starting to freak out about what people are thinking of me. And he says, what other people think about you is none of your business. And I was like, brilliant. It's true. Why do I care what this world says about me? My whole life is now living for God. One person, one person, God. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to this party and I'm going to live this way because that was what this is what God wants me to do. And I am no longer living for the world. I no longer have my value put in what other people think of me and whether or not they like me, whether or not I am good enough in their eyes. I need to be good enough in God's eyes. I need to do 
what God wants me to do. And it's a, it's a challenge, right? Even when you are on that journey and you feel like, yes, I live for an audience of one. I could care less what anybody says. You're going to either be attacked by the outside or you're going to, in your own heart, start wavering. So it's a matter of decisions. The first decision leads to the next decision, leads to the next decision, leads to the next decision. So for me today, I started out with probably not the right decision. I wonder if I would have had those thoughts had I gotten up and started my day deep in prayer, thanking God, loving God, knowing that God was my strength, that God is my light versus sleeping in. I'm just happy that I decided to go to Mass, to hear his word, to be in a place where I was able to receive him in my heart, my body, my soul, but also with a bunch of other people who are just so loving and caring and kind. And then he puts in call Beth. Sorry, I threw Beth's name out there. She's one of these wonderful friends of mine. And so I did. And I, I mean, at the end of it all, it's <laughs> my decisions changed. I could have made other decisions. And so that's what I'm just trying to get at with you. If you feel unsettled with a decision, and it's not, it wasn't guilt for me with mass this morning. It was, I need God. I, I think, you know, you choosing to just stay home and be lazy is not going to help you get through this mindset that you're in and this, you know, frame of funk. Let's just call it a funk that you're in right now. Like you need God. God's the answer. Not being lazy and sitting in your sweatpants in your bed, you know, hanging out kind of thing. So try when you're when you're feeling that, you know, you're in a place of desolation or you're in a freaked out zone, just keep running to God and keep trying to make the next best decision for you on the journey. I'm not sure if this is helping you at all, but maybe the next time you think, ah, I'm not going to go to mass or ah, I don't have time for adoration or I don't have time to pray the rosary or I'm, you know, this season is too busy. Just remember that and I'm quoting Fulton J. Sheen here, if you're a busy priest, and yes, I know this is for the priesthood, but this happens and works for us as lay people. If you're a busy priest, you need to go to adoration for an hour every day. If you're a really busy priest, then you need to go for two hours. And I have had this happen to me where I stop and I give God my time in a place of funk, I'm in a bad spot or I've got a lot of stress going on and I'm just out of, you know, I just feel out of control. That's when you stop it all and you run to God who A, will give you rest. B, will help be that yoke. The yoke is a custom two-person harness that goes over the oxen. They're They're custom made. And if you decide that you're going to go pull the load and you're going to do this on your own, that's going to be a heavy burden. But when you bring Jesus into it and he slips his head into that other hole with you, the burden is light 
because you give it to him. He's going to help you get through whatever situation that you're facing that day. And that's what happened with me today. I decided I want to go through this day with Jesus. So I'm going to go to mass. I'm going to put myself back in his arms, slip my head in that yoke with him, give it to him and ask him to give me whatever peace and direction I can today and be in tune with the spirit. All right, this is a long one. Sorry, guys. Guys is a gender neutral <laughs> term in the Midwest. I don't mean anything against women. Um, so y'all, maybe y'all is better. So everyone, I just want to pray for all of you. I took you all to prayer today because I know that this time of the year can sometimes be really overwhelming and we forget that we can do it so much better if we spend time with God and we pray to God and we give it to God because then he can do such great things. It's that surrender and that humility and offering it all up to him because it's all his to begin with. He's the one that created you and gave you all these things in your life. Give him your family, give him your worries, your stress, your job, your your, you know, your spiritual life, your sins, all of that and let him drive. <laughs> Sometimes we have, you know, white knuckles holding on to that steering wheel thinking we got it. We can do this and we can't. Okay. I love you all. I hope that you have a fabulous weekend. Go be the light. And don't forget, ask Jesus to stick his head in that other hole of that yoke and two of you can carry the burden. And he's going to do most of the heavy lifting if you do. God bless you all. I'll talk to you Monday. Take care. Bye.